It's a great pleasure to welcome Merelda Wu, who's the CEO and the co-founder of Melio.ai to What's Next. Merelda, it's fantastic to have you on. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Well, listen, I'm looking forward to our discussion because it's certainly very topical with what's happening around the world. But before we, before you tell us um, and we go dive deep into Melia, what does Melia AI do and what is your mission? Tell me a bit about your company, how it started, what you do and where you're going. Cool. Great. Um, so Melio is quite simple. We design, develop and deploy AI products for our clients. That might sound like a mouthful, but our mission really is just we're here to take the complexity out of running an AI solution and help businesses to get the most value from their data. Because as a data scientist myself for many years before I started Nilio, one truth that I see across all organization is this. There can be a million different paths going from raw data into a commercialized AI product. And the fast pace of these new tools and technologies being born every day makes this process super overwhelming for actually everyone inside or outside of the industry. So in a nutshell, we're about helping our clients to solve real business problems with their data. And we have a cool forward slogan. We call it, we make AI frictionless. Oh, I absolutely love it. You know, and it's certainly, you know, AI is fascinating. Everyone is talking about it. Everybody knows that you've got to do something with it in your business to make yourself uh, differentiate, differentiate your business, help grow your business, and really set yourself apart from your competition. But actually, is are, are most companies doing it correctly? And of course, most companies, and many companies, should I say, rather, don't necessarily have the ability to do this, right? They don't have data scientists, they don't know where to begin, but they do know that they have to start implementing AI into the organization. So... I do like where Melio fits in because you're the experts. I bring you in and, you know, talk to you about my business and how I can use AI to unlock value within my business. Is that is that a fair assessment? Yes. Yeah, that's literally what we do. And okay. we have now, you, you. Okay. So, so Melio works in two main client segments. You work in enterprise and you work in digital native businesses that have got this incredible valuable data. Why are you focused on these sectors in particular? Great question, because even though these two sectors, enterprise and digital native business, often seem quite different, we deliberately zoomed or zoned in on them because they share a common thread. And that is using their data, we can make quick and significant impact to their top and bottom line. So. To dive into each sector a little bit for enterprise, enterprise often sits on a treasure trove of data and using it correctly can bring them, like you said, significant advantage over their competition. But at the same time, they have quite a complex data landscape. And because of this, they can also be quite slow to adapt to the fast moving AI landscape. So because of this complexity, they need bespoke and tailored solution and a partner that can help them cut through all of these different comp complexity and make AI seamless um, within their organization. And because of the slow adoption, they sometimes need a high energy team to inject a little bit of a spark for their AI transformation journey. And Milo is quite a small team. We're always like super excited to 
embark on these new initiatives. And a lot of clients actually like to see that um, help kind of transfer a little bit of our energy to their team. And on the other hand, the digital native businesses are often born in the digital age and they're constantly evolving on how they can serve their customers better. They're agile, but they might not always have the experience or the expertise to turn their data into AI solutions and then to drive value. So by working with digital natives, we can help them grow their data assets, turbocharge it, and unlock even more potential so that they can service their customers better. Okay, well, that makes perfect sense. When you look at the major benefits that businesses can receive from building their own enterprise machine learning platform, and then embracing a, a data-driven culture, what, what would you say those benefits are? Because we often talk about machine learning and the, the data and the, the culture of the company, but what are those benefits? Um, so data has been compared to being the new oil for some time, yeah. but this analogy actually doesn't capture the true value of data because unlike oil, you use it once and it disappears. Data actually becomes more valuable the more you put it to work, the more you use the same piece of data for different scenarios. And I think I should take an example of, let's say, customer calling or contact center. That is just one piece of information, right? Um, your contact center agent uh, gets a call from the customer and the customer tells them their problem. But this one piece of information can be sent to multiple different AI products. It can be a valuable information for a customer churn prediction AI product. This is basically a prediction where if a customer will be canceling their subscription, or it can also be a very powerful information into the recommender system because the customer would be telling you what they like and dislikes, and you can use that information to tailor your offerings. And even with the whole generative AI hype, that contact center information can even be used to train and fine tune your own generative AI solution so that you can train and upskill your new call center agents and making them onboard faster or uh, create a more meaningful impact with the customers. So I just described how one piece of data can be spawned into three different products. And that's essentially how machine learning platform comes in. There are many reasons to adopt a machine learning platform, but the ultimate goal is to increase the data science output without increasing the data science hours, because we all want to work a little bit more efficiently, right? So um, a typical data science team would build a churn prediction model, a recommender model, and a chatbot as three different use cases. And that is super inefficient because the data comes from the same place. It goes past the similar data privacy and data governance checks, and it goes past similar data transformations. But all of this is built from scratch for every use case. So the aim of the machine learning platform is to standardize some of these operational code and processes. So instead of having three teams babysitting similar use cases that's built in three different ways, the machine learning platform then um, encourages standardization so that the data science team can be a lot more productive because the mundane work is kind of built once and reused many times. 
Okay, so adding lots of efficiencies to the entire process, uh, yeah. which is which is fantastic, you know. Now, look, the, the, let's be honest. There are several challenges that must be navigated to realize these kind of benefits. And whenever whenever there's any kind of digital transformation happening in an organization, it's 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 about the people, right? You've got to convince the people, get the people on board. And I guess in this case, what such challenges is finding those champions who are willing to adopt the platform and use it to its full potential. As you, as you said, how do you help businesses drive the adoption of their enterprise machine learning platform to maximize its value? This is always a really tough one because change is hard and driving adoption is the most common challenge in all of our clients. And we've done it quite a few times. So we distilled this process down into three steps. And we realized that skipping any of these steps means failure. So we always try to make sure we do all of them. And the first step is to identify the people who would be interacting with the platform on a daily basis. This can be the data engineer, the data scientist, the machine learning engineer. We put all of these people into one room and we listen to their pains and their needs. And this step essentially boils down to the startup mantra, which is to build something people want. And to know what they want, you have to really listen to them. And one tip we have in this step was actually we pair our data scientists with their data scientists. We pair our DevOps engineer with their DevOps engineer so that they speak the same language. They're empathetic to one another. They can really show the clients how to use and adopt this platform to make their work better. And we always find the biggest resistance to change is actually the fear of the uncertain. For example, teams would be thinking, what if the old process is better? Or even more, what if I'm not able to learn all of these new things in such a short amount of time and I miss my deadline. So in the second step, we help the teams build confidence and certainty that they can do this. And that's where like a high energy has to come in. So we pick a use case that they built before and are very familiar with. And then we slowly adding or rewriting new pieces of code with the technology and showcase the practical advantages of this is how you do it. This is how we slowly changing it to this new way of working. And this is how it's better. And the advantage of this is data teams are very data driven. So if we show them something that is easier and better, they often become the biggest advocate. And the third and final thing we do is actually just to measure and communicate the success because the value of the platform grows when more people use it. So we often help our clients measure and articulate the benefits of driving adoption. Um, we help them create slides like, it used to take your data scientist six months to deploy a model, now it takes them two days. And this is also a very good way to help our clients build social capital in their organization. That's amazing, that's amazing. Now, could, could you unpack the importance? A lot of people are talking about having a, a, a multi-skilled team, right? When when you develop and using enterprise ML platforms, why why is this important to have that multi-level skilled team? That multi-skilled team that can do all sorts of things, look at things from different angles, and have a, a unique set of skill sets. Yeah, yeah, I think. Um, the theme of this podcast is just efficiency, right? Because 
that, that one of the stats I really like to quote is that it takes 11 people on average to support an end-to-end machine learning model. And that's just way too many people to get things done quickly. And the reason why this happens a lot is because machine learning lifecycle is very complex. So it touches a lot of specialized skills. Like I said, um, the data scientist, the data engineer, the ML engineer, the software engineer, the DevOps engineer, just to name a few. And the more people you add, the more degrees of communications need to exist and the more likely that it will break down and slow things down. And that's even worse if you put these people into different teams. They write an email, they wait for a response, someone goes on leave, and that's why it takes six months to deploy a model. So by having a multi-team sitting together, you can break down the silo and limit the handoffs to the other team. And we actually see this with our own team. We always deploy a part of specialists together that will have the knowledge to support the end-to-end machine learning lifecycle. And instead of having 11 people, we limit this number to three to five. And they are multi-skilled so that they can talk to each other because they know each other's worlds and they speak the same language. So this makes the development process a lot faster. And because they understand each other's worlds, they can encourage experimentation and innovation. And one unexpected benefit that we see a lot is actually because the team members are sitting in the same team, they are working towards the same goal. So they develop this shared sense of responsibility and accountability. And sometimes we see that our team becomes more committed to the success of the project than the client because of that shared purpose. Okay. Yeah, it's interesting. So three kind of uh, teams that understand exactly what each other's doing and you got that support and you got the transparency and then you're coming in with fresh ideas as well when you're doing this whole process. Now, when it comes to data-centric platforms, uh, we often hear of the challenges around that, but standardization is imperative here, right? How, how can clients ensure that standardization sits at the core of the enterprise machine learning platform development process? Because if you don't have that, then it goes horribly wrong, doesn't it? Yeah, it actually deters the entire benefits of having a machine learning platform and you would actually be better off without it. And a lot of building standardization boils down to creating a very strong automation and documentation culture. Um, It is actually quite a difficult thing to build because engineers a lot of the times don't like to write things down. But here are the few things that we uh, always encourage our clients to start. And the first one is to simplify and consolidate the amount of tools that you're using. But you also don't want to be too restrictive for the data teams to experiment and innovate because that's often where we see enterprises go wrong, that they lock it down so much that the data scientists are like, well, there's nothing I can really do here. And finding the right balance between sanitization and um, too many tools is kind of an art, but um, we always say, just take the Pareto principle. Um, a machine learning platform should serve 80% of your use case with 20% of the tools. There are always going to be edge cases that require its own set of tools. But in this case, a lot of teams feel pressurized to add new things, add new tools, add new processes to bring it into the platform. But it, it should actually be the opposite. Rather build it completely separately 
Otherwise, you will complicate and muddle the water for the rest of your use cases. And now, what, what other tips? Do, what other tips do you have for businesses to accelerate time to delivery while ensuring the enterprise ML platform is of high quality? Because at the end of the day, businesses want to accelerate that delivery. They want things now, right? But you know, these things take time. You've got to get the data right, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But uh, what tips do you give businesses to accelerate this time to delivery? Um, hire Amelia. <laughs> but but um, actually, jokes aside, my, my best advice to businesses is always to read a lot, research, and follow the best practices. You should stand on the shoulder of the giants and don't reinvent the wheel. Even though two machine learning experts can there, there aren't two machine learning experts who can agree on machine learning based practices because these things are so unique to the different organizations and the different use cases. But there are anti-patterns that the team should avoid. For example, um, how to do version control is debatable, but using version con not using version control is definitely a bad idea. So if you read a lot and read deeply into how different tools uh, will complement your workflow, then you can start thinking critically for your own organization. Um, it all sounds very tiring and time consuming. Um, we did all the reading for you, so you can just hire us. That's it. Speak to Melio. They'll sort you out. So, so, so while data professionals can clearly see that there, there are definitely benefits of building an enterprise ML platform, the same can't necessarily be said of finance leaders. How can organizations work with Melio AI to prove the return on investment of an enterprise ML platform to justify its development? I think as a data team, we always advocate for a very data-driven approach into proving ROI. And ROI is actually quite easy to prove because it's very quantitative. It is, I save this amount of time, I save this amount of money. And one approach or framework that we adopt is a OKR framework. It's basically you set an objective for your organization, you set a set of key results, and you measure, report, and improve. So if I give an example of a typical machine learning platform objective is to accelerate the time to value for delivering AI use cases. Based on that objective, we can have key results like um, improve average days to model deployment. And from the average days, you can kind of calculate then how much are you saving with all of data scientists money and your cloud computing resources. Then you can get a very clear number. Then keep measuring, reporting, and improving it. When we're collaborating with our clients to build the machine learning platform, we always give in monthly feedback to track these are the key results, and this is how they're improving or not improving over time. You have to keep it super transparent, because if it's not transparent, then people can't make decisions on it. So it, it, boils, it goes back to, down to data-driven decisions, right? If we can convince the leaders with hard evidence, like the data science model deployment used to take six months, now it takes two days, and it translates to two million rand in saving, it's a very compelling uh, return on investment. Okay. Well, listen, this is um this has opened up a, a lot of uh, questions for me and uh, and 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 I think that for many people watching this they're saying, well, how do we get this process going? 
how do people get in touch with Melio AI about building their own enterprise machine learning platform? What's the best way of getting in touch? Yeah, you can email us at poke at melio.ai. So poke is P-O-K-E at melio, M-E-L-I-O dot A-I. And you can also connect me with, with me on LinkedIn and Amaralda. Yeah, Let's make AI fiction. Yeah, let's do it. And and listen, if the reality is that it's got to be part of your business uh, strategy because if it's not, then you're going to be left behind. That's the reality. Is your website melio.ai? Uh, is yes. that your international website? Is melio.ai? Yeah. Perfect. Uh, Merelda Wu, absolutely fascinating chatting to you, CEO and the co-founder of melio.ai. Get in touch with them and uh, find out how they can help unlock tremendous value in your organization. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much, Aki.